Yo, yo, yo. What's up, Sooner Nation? I'm back. And great, great to be back on the podcast. I'm with my amazing co-host, Jaron Canick, number seven, and Jeremiah Hall, number one in your hearts. And with 3,035 successful hair follicles on his head, let's go. Great to be back. It's coming in great. Look it's at that healing great. up. Hey, he actually has to keep a hat on at all times to heal it up right now. It's, surgery was successful. It was great. They actually, you know, there was a complication, and uh, they had to step in, and B-Well actually had to use his uh, ass hair, and, uh, <laughs> and we, had to, we had to slap that on top of Jay Hall's head. But it worked, man. The doctors got it done. Growing it great, smoothly. It was a great <laughs> procedure. And so, man, I'm just happy Jay Hall made it out of there, man. They were they were worried, you know. They yeah, tried to take man. it from the side, but their hair hasn't been there for so long. They had to improvise, man. But hey, shout out B Wood being there in the operation, man. You know, on the fly making that adjustment, mm-hmm. it really shows you what a team player that man really is. Oh, no doubt. yeah, man. Just look, just came back from Dubai. You know what I'm saying? Hoping for good results. Shout out to my boys Danny and Jeremy for supporting me the whole way. Lastly, ladies and gentlemen, this is the podcast on the prairie presented by crimson and cream nil baby i don't know if alex have played the intro but play that thing so fresh so clean forget what you're saying man i'm santa ball baby i'm ready to go santa ball that's great mm-hmm. i'm clean hey man holla at me holla at me hey straight to it danny the people want to know yeah let's, let's let's not beat around the bush let's, yeah let's not play no games so yeah i'm coming back from my my last year man really excited you know it was a it was a tough decision to make you know that i was think. so unenthusiastic Bro, I've had a long day, man. I'm tired. Look, it's can't been a wait. Can't it's wait been a, to come back. Can't, can't I cannot wait, wait to be back. To come back. Hey, but, but not, um, hey, not for real. Tell them, like, was this always in the making or? No, absolutely Like your decision. Not. That video, the, the video was kind of made for the Butkus campaign in the middle of the year. Got snubbed out of that. So we just had a lot of unused footage. You know, we we're like, all right, we'll use it next year. So, you know, season came and went, you know, after the TCU game. On Saturday, I met with Coach V, and, uh, you know, we had a good conversation, and I was like, honestly, I'm ready to come back, like, announce it right right then and there. And, uh, you know, my parents uh, were like, all right, slow down, you know, look at all your options, and I was really dead set on coming back. You know, we kind of had about, I think, two weeks off, maybe a week and a half, and, uh, you know, kind of just been talking to, you know, my agency that I've been work, I kind of been working with, you know. You know, that's kind of how the process goes. And, you know, my dad has some connections with uh, GMs and people in, um, you know, for, in some upper office, upper division offices. So we were kind of hearing, you know, where my grade was going to be. You know, when you submit your grade, I still even got my draft grade back, matter of fact. So, like, when you submit that grade, you know, first off, you know, it goes, they, they interview like eight teams, how that goes. And um, it's, it's really conservative because, you know, they're not really giving out all the information. And so it's like either one, two, or three, like day one, day two, day three, or stay in school, something like that. I think that's how it goes. And um, that takes like weeks. It takes forever. Yeah. And so I haven't even got my grade back. But kind of just been hearing, you know, kind of my, my dad find his own information, you know, what the agents are hearing from scouts, uh, GMs, executives. It was kind of sounding like day two, day three, which is that's a great opportunity right there. That's a lot of money as is. I think at the end of the day, when I, when I was hearing all that, I mean, it's kind of hard to turn that down, you know? So I was kind of like, like, look, like, obviously I want to stay at Oklahoma, but end of the day, that's, you know, that's kind of where you want to go, especially for linebackers. You know, typically one linebacker is taken in the first round, and that's the dude that wins the butt kiss or the dude that's just a, a super freak. And like last year, no linebackers were even taken in the second round. And then seven linebackers were taken in the third round. So kind of the mindset was, look, there's not eight linebackers that are better than me right now, just as is. And so it was like, 
Like, obviously, I know I, I, I can get better, improve my draft grade maybe a little bit. But at the end of the day, it's kind of linebackers are already undervalued. And so I felt like, look, it's in the best of my interest to, you know, declare now, you know, get right or get right into it, opt out of the bowl game and, you know, and get right to training, you know, because you got to really be all in for, you know, the next level. I mean, Jay, Nall, Jay Hall knows how important that is to, you know, get, hit the ground running and just really get into it. And so, you know, I talked to Coach V, you know, and that decision was, you know, it was really tough. You know, it was a tough conversation, but, you know, I told him, you know, it's what's best for my family and I, you know, just feel like that's what we need to do right now. You know, I feel like, you know, you guys give me so much Oklahoma, you know, proud of my time here, you know, I feel like, you know, done enough what I need to do to put my name, you know, go to the next level, do what it takes. And so, you know, I slept on that. You know, obviously he wasn't entirely happy with that decision, but, you know, he supported me no matter what. You know, we have a good enough relationship where, you know, man to man, you know, he knew, you know, he thought, you know, that's what that's what it is. So kind of a, a week goes by. You know, my dad was like, you got to put something out. It somehow got leaked. I don't know how. I don't know if Coach V leaked it. You know, I don't really seem like he think he's the type of person to go to media. He doesn't really do that. So he might have told somebody, you know, kind of like, because, I mean, you have to tell some people like, you know, all right, we got to find another linebacker. You know how that goes. So he probably yeah. told him there and I guess, you know, through word of mouth, bro, it got out quick, like within the day, which is kind of insane, dude, like how quick the media is to just jump on stuff like this. And, mm-hmm. you know, and I haven't, I didn't release anything, you know, it was kind of just that conversation. And so, yeah, it got out. I was like, all right, well, I mean, I, I didn't really care too much, but, you know, I still haven't really released anything. My dad wanted me to release something like the next day. And I was, you know, I still, I still had classes. I still had stuff to finish up. So it wasn't really. Yeah. So I took a second. And then um, that Friday, you know, this past weekend, you know, Coach V called me again, you know, kind of had a personal talk. And, uh, you know, it really, just, you know, kind of stuck with me, the stuff he was saying. And I was like, man, this just doesn't feel right. You know, I felt like, you know, I had all that paperwork right in front of me, you know, kind of about to sign off on it. And I think at the end of the day, it just didn't feel right. And I was like, this is not where my heart's at. I think, you know, especially to leave early and to go to the NFL, you don't really get the call last year college back. And it was more so like, all right, man, if my heart's not 100% in it, I can't do this, you know, because you yeah. got to be, you got to be 100% in when you're diving. Like NFL is the deep, the deep side of the pool, man. You got to jump in, you got to know how to swim. You got to be, you can't be one leg in, one leg out, man, or you're going to drown. Mm-hmm. And so at the end of the day, I mean, I, I know I can compete at that level. I mean, I know I can do what I can. But I I believe myself 110 percent. But yeah. you know, if the heart's not there, the heart's not there. So, you know, we kind of had a. I was like, all right, man. I think talked to Coach V, talked to my dad. I felt like it was my best interest, you know, just personally to really finish it out with the guys, you know, with Billy coming back and you know, and uh, Ethan Downs, you know, those are dudes I came in with. We just want to finish this thing out the right way. This, yeah, you know, Oklahoma's giving me so much. You know, I know there's still so much I want to give back to them, man. So just. We already had that video. We kind of worked on that video a little bit. Already shot it. Coach Schmitty today was like, good to have you back, but no more video. Boy, when you do get to work. And I was like, I, mean, I didn't really want to tell him that video has already been made. You know, I didn't have to do anything for that video, but I didn't really want to. I'll let him have that moment. But yeah, uh, yeah man, I released it today and kind of already. I came to my, I came to the locker room, bro. My, my stuff was actually already cleaned out. And I was like, man, like, and they were like, you missed a practice and everyone, I was just doing what I was like, I told coach V I need this weekend to really think about everything. And y'all just in like, they're like, we heard you were declaring. I was like, bro, you heard it from like a, a post Like you ain't hear me say nothing. And you guys have already cleaned out everything. Like I'm in the lock. I see my sword, my katana just in a bin in the middle of the locker room. And I was kind of like, what the heck? Like, this is my stuff. And I was like, bro, that's so disrespectful. And then I now I'm coming back and you know, somehow my picture is back up on my locker. And I said, hmm, I want them. To, I, I left that bag there with all my stuff. I want them to put it all back how it was, how they found it. That's disrespectful. <laughs> but, yeah. It was kind of funny. Like, no. everybody on Twitter thought that he was, like, trying to play a prank. Like, no, his stuff was actually cleared like, out. And that it, was. It, just, yeah. it, made me, it made me a little sad. I was like, bro, like, it's crazy how quick yeah. they turn on you, man. Like, bro, like, where did all just, my stuff no, go? That example right there, though funny. It goes to show you how replaceable you not not necessarily you are, yeah. But just the cycle of next man Literally. up, mm-hmm. you know. 
It's about it that time of year again. You walk around the locker room, you see a lot of blank. A lot of empty lockers, locker, man. I was one of empty them. Lockers. It's, it's it a kinda, weird it, thing. It hurt me, bro. That emoji is literally yeah. how I felt. I was like, bro, like they just cleaned my stuff out like that. Like, I didn't, well, I didn't shoot, imagine, imagine how Jaron felt. He sees you every day. He had to go into that practice seeing that your locker was empty. Man, I'm sure he was He was getting more reps. I'm sure he was fine. I, it literally just it happened that day. Like, yeah, dude, like, this morning. He saw it happened in the morning. Like, Monday morning, look, all right, man, we got to move on. Like, they were ready to. Yeah, you know, pack week. everything up and get going. Trying to put somebody else in there. And so, you know, you know I was like, I was like, look, I mean, realistically, like, if I see a, a PR opportunity, bro, like with this declaring stuff and everything, I was like, I'm, I'm going to utilize this to my advantage, you know, you know, keep mm-hmm. quiet. And then I was like, all right, kind of, people are kind of getting suspicious. So I threw them a little smoke screen. Like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to distract them. Tell you know, pretend like I'm leaving. You know, I use yeah. this at, to my advantage. And I mean, it kind of worked. I was like, I'm going to post on my Instagram because I post it straight to Twitter. It's a little suspicious. Just throw uh-huh. on the Instagram. I know all the reporters and everything are going to screenshot it. Just go straight to Twitter. That's exactly what happened. I was literally on like the ref, and um, I was literally they're literally talking about. It. They're like, they're like, if he's listening, he's probably cracking up. And I was literally just listening, <laughs> dying, laughing, like everything that I wanted to happen was happening. And um, dropped the video. I had a lift. I come out of the lift, bro, and I swear my dad thinks he's a Levar Ball, <laughs> and he's like, my dad's like. I'm, I'm like, I saw a tweet of him talking to a, like a reporter. I'm like, bro, like, I, I called him like, dude, like, what are you doing? Like, like, you don't need to talk to the media like this. And he's like, he's like, he's like, I didn't talk to anyone. He's like, they're just blowing up my phone. And, you know, I, I had to give him something. And I keep scrolling. He's on the radio show. He's talking to all these reporters. I'm like, dude, what? I was like, I was like, I'm glad you would. I'm, I was like, dad, I'm really excited for your moment right here. I, I'm glad you're coming back. You should tweet out. <laughs> One more year of tailgates. I'm really excited for my, my last go around in Sooner Nation. Like I was like, dude, you're really enjoying this moment. Really appreciate you. He was like, there's a lot of rumors and speculation going on. I was like, Dad, the rumors are good. Like you want rumors. Like you want stuff to be going around, people going back and forth. Like and let me release the statement. You know, we literally have media tomorrow. Like let me be the one to come out and say the truth, say what happened. Like we don't need you saying anything. Like let me do it. You know, because that's just professional at the end of the day. But he's you know, he's excited, dude. He's like. And like with the declaring thing, he's like, like he was like, dude, Eddie texted me, and about you declaring. What do I do? And I was like, how about you don't respond? He's like, I always respond. Like he's gonna get suspicious. <laughs> if I don't respond, he'll know something's up. I'm like, dude, that's your problem, dude. You talk to these media guys like they're your best friends on the golf course, dude. So they come to you like you're a little insider, like inside OU, bro. Like you're the you're the leak, dude. Like you are the leak. <laughs> Like he's like, like dude, I didn't give him, I didn't give him anything, but I gave him everything. Yeah, I was, like, I, I was talking to Danny. Like I went on, I went on Twitter after our lift, and I was like, "There's some stuff about Danny, but it's all just about Danny Stutzman, dad. Tune in, to what he thinks about the situation. It's all the tweets were Danny Stutzman's dad. Like, I, I like, was mad, bro. I was like, dude, like, <laughs> let me just have this, bro. You don't need to be going on the rest. Still my know. moment, dad. God, it's just like, 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 all right, you're trying to get some clout, Stutz. But, <laughs> um, Top and top, getting a lot of Twitter followers today, baby. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's trying I'm to like, get NIL. I, just, I, I don't know. I, I I get bro. He does like he's always loves talking to media, and then stuff like this happens. Just like, bro, they come to you first because they know you're gonna talk. Like, and then and then he, he tries to act like, dude, I'm never gonna tell him anything. Yeah, like, you see him tuning on these radio shows. When he's on yeah. everything. He's like, like, he's like, it's so stressful as he responds yeah, to everybody. Like, he was like, he literally tells me, I'm, I'm in Caleb Kelly's office. He's like. He's like, I didn't, he's like, I didn't talk to nobody. And then two seconds later, he's like, I see how he's on the, the, the radio shows. He's like, bro, they're all hitting me up. I didn't know what to do. Like, <laughs> I was like, how about you just don't answer your phone? Do not disturb. Like, bro, they're like, they can't force you to say anything. And so it's just like, it's ridiculous, man. But they were, they were blackmailing him. Yeah. And so, yeah, honestly, realistically, no one on the team knew. Like, Jaron might have been the only one. Jaron was probably the only person to kind of know the plan just because he was kind of, we're neighbors, so he kind of knows what I was going through with the process yeah. and everything. And so, no one on the team knew, none of the coaches, no one knew except <clears throat> Coach V. And well, so it was kind of. I think you made a wise decision, bro. You waited. You know, you looked at all your options. You made a plan, and you stuck to what you felt was right. And in my opinion, I think you made the right decision because you're right. Mm-hmm. The Buckus Award winners normally, you know. First person off the board, and you said that there wasn't anybody taking a second round last year. Like all that, people think that just because you're a good player, you get the opportunity to get drafted. 
that's not necessarily the case because they already have contracts made. You mm-hmm. know, they already have players that have like five, six, three, four years. They're paying a guy $40 million already. All right. You can be a great player and they just not need you. And the go, the Kobe Dean dominant player, you know, 17th pick of the third round, dude, you just linebacker is such an undervalued position because realistically, you know, they really, you know, they want three down backers. There's only so many of them. You know, they're very, it's kind of like how running backs are, man. Like you just get so banged up, you know, they don't want to put a lot of money into you because you know, just how, how it goes, man. So, you know, I don't think kind of where my draft stock was going to be was kind of a factor in that because realistically I knew I was going to interview well. I knew I was going to test well. I mean, more so just wanting to come back, you know, just, you know, compete in the SEC with my guys, bro. I just wasn't ready to, you know, put the college career. You know, I wanted to have that, had wanted to have that senior night, wanted to do all that, you know, one, one more go at Texas, one more go to Natty. So, yeah. Day, I think I'm happy with this decision. You know, yeah. I am. I am going to be missing my my boy KG. You know, he entered the portal, which is real sad, man. A lot. That's some guy I lived with for three years. You know, it's been tough, and I'm going to have this house all by myself. And but you know, it is what it is. I'm happy for him, man. New chapter in his life. He's gonna he's gonna go somewhere and be great, man. He's kind of just been stuck stuck behind so many old dudes, and you know, those guys are kind of coming back. And so I'm just excited to see where he goes, man. And see him dominate. You know, I'll see him on Sundays, yeah, so I'm fine, I ain't man. too worried. Make sure he still pays rent. I don't. I, I got it. It's it's cool. Oh, he's not gonna not be like that. There. I mean, like obviously, you know, I, my parents told me to keep the house like by myself. You know, and so basically my whole stipend me going towards this. But hopefully, I can get an NIL deal for something, man. I guess me coming back, like you would think, I could get a little bit of cheese somewhere. But so we'll figure hey, it man, out. We're we're trying for you, buddy. I promise you. I know, on. right? You would think I'd be a little bit more marketable. Guess not. We're trying, bro. But no, no, no. Honestly, it's going back to your decision real quick, I I think that you made a smart decision. You want to do as much work on the front end so that way you don't have to do a lot of work on the back end. You know, and I'm talking your your combine, your Reese Senior Bowl, your interviews. You know, you want your film to speak for itself. Get that highest grade first day, early second day, and then – let the cards fall where they may. So I'm happy you're coming back. Yeah, you better. All right, y'all. Now get your bathing suit and your sunscreen ready. Crimson and Cream has just announced a huge promotion. Crimson and Cream will be giving away a free all-expense five-day trip to Hawaii's beautiful Waikiki Malia Resort at the end of this December. All members are eligible to win. Crimson and Cream will also be giving away $100 Hal Smith gift cards eligible for all members each week during the month of December. So there's many chances to win. Hey, listen, y'all. Every member helps. The transfer portal is opening soon. Signing day is in a few weeks. And the power of Sooner Nation is what keeps us competitive moving into the SEC. All right, sign up at CrimsonandCreamCollective.com today using the link in our bio. It helps the show, it helps you, and it helps the Sooners. Yeah. I mean, not like I got a choice. It don't really matter what I think, for real. <laughs> but, I mean, what else, man? What else is new? Arizona. I'm excited for the Alamo Bowl. You know, me and Jay Hall, you know, oh, yeah. we, we, we kind of already had our swing at the Alamo Bowl two years ago. With oh, Coach yeah, Stoops. I know, right? A lot yeah. of guys were, like, were kind of like bummed out about the Alamo Bowl. I thought I had a good time, like yeah. all things considered. I thought it was kind of like it was a cool little bowl site where all like everything's close by. Yeah. I mean, it you was know? cool. I can understand like not wanting to go to the same bowl game though. Yeah, we we were sure. spoiled though, bro. Because I went to I've gone to the Orange Bowl, I've gone to the Peach Bowl, I've gone to the Alamo Bowl, I've gone to the Rose Bowl. You know, we went to all those different bowl games over like the past four or five, six years. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Then, then what? Cheese It Bowl last year. At least that was different. Yeah, I mean, same bowl. I mean, I mean, shoot, so many dudes have already left this team. I mean, it's really just like maybe what three? Me, Billy, and yeah. Ethan are the only three dudes that are still on this team. And and Stog, if he plays, so there's not only so many people that have been on that this team since. I mean, probably a few more I'm missing out, but not many people have yeah. been in the Bowl. Coach, I mean, cool. Coach, we had a, had a show of hands like what that number was, and it was actually pretty shocking. Like, just we talked about earlier, like the roster turnover and how different it is this year, and like yeah, how different it'll be next year. Like, there's so many Jeez. guys. That, and that's only two years. Mm-hmm. Literally, bro. This is like two years ago we played in the Alamo Bowl. Like, the majority of our team hasn't been to the Alamo Bowl. So, this, this will be a new thing for most of the team, which is crazy to say, considering two years ago we were at it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope I get Jaren, some did, Dolphins again. Did you go down to that game two years ago? Jaron was me. Out. He was still committed yeah. to Clemson. Yeah, I was, I, was a, I was a Tiger oh, at yeah. that moment. 
Oh, that sucks. Hey, speaking of, by the way, we're just going to go ahead and plug this right here. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to the podcast intensively, all right, we got four tickets to the Alamo Bowl, four free mm-hmm. tickets, all right? I got one, Danny got one, Jaron got one, and B. Willie got one, and we're giving away four tickets, ideally to a family of four from San Antonio to go to the bowl game. How can you get those tickets? All you got to do is DM the Twitter page, okay? DM the Twitter page and just give us no more than what? A paragraph or two about why you think you should go to the Alamo Bowl, Alamo Bowl game. Screenshot a picture of your subscription and send two paragraphs stating why you should get the tickets. All right, we will be doing somewhat of a random draw. Me and Alex are going to go through them. We're going to just choose, and uh, we'll get you those tickets. We'll shoot your DM back, ideally, by next week. So you got a week. This episode will drop probably tomorrow, which is Tuesday, and uh, we're probably going to pick next Sunday and then have those tickets to you before the Alamo Bowl game. So four tickets, hit us up in the DMs, screenshot your subscription, and uh, if you're not subscribed, then you got to subscribe to get the tickets. All right, anyways, moving on. Um... Alamo Bowl. What were we talking about? I feel like there's so much that I've missed since the last time we were on the podcast. Yeah. I mean, the Alamo Bowl, the only thing I don't like about it is the game is played so late. Yeah. That's kind of, it played like 8-15, which is crazy. But everything else, I, I enjoyed it, you know. Mm-hmm. It's smooth. You know, you go to SeaWorld. Yeah. You know, you got the Riverwalk. You know, that video of Latrell, you know, <laughs> calling out that walk-on. That was a good moment. Oh, funny. yo, that was hilarious. I did not see that. I was on stage. When that you were on. I remember we went to the very end and you were on the stage over there. I guess yeah. I'm going to have to do that. I think I'm going to have to do that this year. Or something. Yeah, bro. Do it. You got to. Yo, I never forget that. Me, Bob, Patrick Fields, and Caleb Kelly were all backstage. And Bob was like, man, we should talk about Texas. And I was like, Bob, what you want to say? He was getting kind of confident. He was like, man, we should say that they don't even got a ball game or something like that. And then Patrick didn't want to say it. And then Caleb didn't want to say it. So I just took the mic. I was like, all right, cool. And so, you know, I made a joke. I was like, man, we're in the Texas state, but I don't see a lot of orange around here. And I was like, they must be at their bowl game. And then everybody was like, oh, it was crazy. It was funny because they didn't have a bowl game that year. And I took all the credit, but it was really Bob. And uh, that was a funny moment for me. I'll never forget that. So if you get a chance to do that, Danny, go ahead and do it. It's fun. Yeah, Texas, they're at their bowl game, the college football playoff. Yeah. Like, I ain't going to sit too well yeah, this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe not say that this year. <laughs> yeah. Hey, no, um, but on a serious topic, though, like, do we root for Texas? No. 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 Bro, what you saying, bro? What? Why would I, hey, look, why would I root for Texas? What? It, it, was a to- it, it was a topic. That's the worst topic I've ever heard in my life. It was, was a topic. Why would we? Bro, they're they're in the playoffs. Are you rooting for Texas? No, that's crazy. But I'm just that's crazy. Asking your opinion. I mean, I know Danny has tattooed on his body permanently, but yeah, yeah. You you both don't you? I can't believe I can't believe people still think back, that's real. I said I was coming back. SEC, you soon, but I mean, shoot, I could be a Longhorn. I mean, they. I mean, I could hit that. Who's I can't hit the portal and go to Texas. Yeah, so actually when me and Danny were having these discussions about what he was going to do and he was, you know, really distraught, he's like, first it was one option, he stays. There's two options, he goes to, he goes to the league, of course, but, you know, there's obviously a third option, he could hit the portal. And I'm sure know, that, I'm sure I get paid really well to go somewhere else. That is something you know, that we actually – All these fans are saying, like, I'm, I, I need another year to learn everything. Well, shoot, what's stopping me to go to another school game paid probably $2 million, bro? Like, come on, like. Here's here's the sad sad reality for you fans at home about yeah, this, NIL. Hey, this is Darren's take, and it, it was legit. Here's the sad reality about NIL. Uh, you will get paid more for leaving and going somewhere else. The people who stay at their schools are not rewarded as much as someone who enters the portal and goes to another school because the transfer portal guys make a lot more money, a lot more NIL money typically than the guys already on the team. No matter where they come in at, no matter what you know what it is. It's just a fact. There's a lot of money in the portal. And so guys who choose to stay where they, you know, where, where they love to be are, you know, quote unquote, getting punished and check guys who choose to leave and go somewhere else uh, can make more money doing that. So it's like, 
what are we really rewarding here? You know what I mean? But I don't know. It's just kind of like a hot take of mine that kind of seems to be prevalent with NIL and, you know, the, the way it's affecting college football is, you know, guys are getting paid more to go to other schools. So that is a good point. Know. Something to think about. Yeah. I mean, and you think about that and it's kind of crazy, but I mean, obviously a lot of players are in the, uh, the transfer portal. Some dudes are not going to find a place to go, but like you think about it, man, if you're at Oklahoma, any school is going to take you just because you're at Oklahoma. Like, you could be a dude, you know, who hasn't had the opportunity to play. You've been kind of sitting behind some people, you know, some good players. And, man, you, you, the second you hit that portal, you have every single college in America is hitting you up, throwing a lot of money at you. Mm-hmm. And so people are like, what's going on in Norman? What's happening? Like, like, look, dude, these guys aren't playing. It's a competitive team. And they're getting offered hundreds of thousands of dollars, like, to go somewhere else. Like, it is like it's like, bro. I mean, it, it makes sense. Like, it it's really a financial does. decision. Like, it's a realistic financial decision. Like, if you know you're stuck in the depth chart, you're buried in the depth chart. You know you're not going to play. You hit the portal and you get offered six figures to go somewhere else. Why would you not take that opportunity? You know what I mean? I'm taking it. I'm not going. Like, it's just it's a, it's honestly no brainer. And then you know, everyone on the team supports you. Like, there's no bad blood in the locker room. Like, look, you're trying to get your bag. Mm-hmm. Like, you're trying to go somewhere and play. Like, I respect it. You know, Oklahoma. Coach V told me this, you know, when we were kind of talking about everything. He says, I respect your decision, everything, but Oklahoma is going to win with or without you. Like, we will find a way to win games. And I mean, I believe them. I mean, obviously, you know, with, that's just what they do. That's what they've done before. That's what they've done in the past, what they're always going to do in the future. It's just how it goes. Jeez. Straight like that. I mean, shoot, prime example, DG. You know, he didn't I mean, have yeah. to stay. No, one hundred percent. He's gonna he's gonna get paid a lot of he'll he'll get paid more money in NIL than he will in the NFL, which is just a, a proven fact. Like it's crazy, especially for quarterbacks. That's why every single quarterback is it's like every team is just swapping quarterbacks right now. Mm-hmm. Like let, let's not pay our guy and let's pay another quarterback for quarterback. It's like let's pay him millions more dollars to get him over here, which is just ridiculous. And just like every team is swapping QBs right now. Yeah. So I mean, Quarterback is the extreme example, but it goes through every position. Like, we could have an all-American guy like Danny Stutzman, and he's getting paid X amount, but we would pay triple that to get some transfer portal guy that might not even be as good as him, just to get him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, because you have to, because of how every other school is offering him so much money that mm-hmm. like you have to be able to pay that much just to get the. You gotta player. be able to match it. It's just and the way it, that it is. Honestly, now. it's terrible. It's like it's like we're the minor leagues right now. Like it's just. It's just insane. And it, honestly, it can't last. Like, it is not something that's, yeah. like, viable. You don't think it's sustainable? Absol- no, absolutely it's, not. It's getting worse and worse every year. Like, last year, I think it was a stat I saw on Twitter. Like, in the first day of the transfer portal, it was, like, four times the amount that had entered last year on on the first day. And it's, like, it just keeps growing and growing every year. Like, and half of these guys are ending up without a place to go. Like, they have no they have nowhere to play. And it's, like, these guys are just luck. And it's, like, it's a horrible thing. Yeah. It is, it is no, ridiculous. I dude. was telling somebody this today. The grass is not greener on the other side most of the time. Shoot. But the money's greener. But I if mean, you're kidding, but the, but hey, the money is greener. Hey, you are right about that. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. And like, yeah, I mean, the place might not be better, but, I mean, money talks. I mean, that's just the end of the day. Money talks, dude. A lot of these guys yeah. got to take care of families, got to do what it takes, man. You know, supporting, you mm-hmm. know, kids, mom, dad, and shoot, you get off of them. You know, money, bro. It's just how it, how it goes. It doesn't it doesn't make sense. They have to make rules, bro. Because like, I understand some players, but if you're like a backup player, and you're getting offered hundreds of thousands of dollars, to go, like that just isn't right. I mean, it's just, you, I feel like you got to be able to have some production to prove it. But I mean, it's just how it is, bro. It's competitive. Everything's business driven. I mean, and college football is turning into a business now, mm-hmm. which is kind of what made my decision so hard. You know, it's just a business. Yeah. Hey, well, remember this. When you do go to the NFL, in college, it's somewhat under the table. You know, not everybody knows what the what the NIL deals are actually looking like. Yeah. In the NFL, mm-hmm. that, that, that is in your face. <laughs> and they do not care. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah. imagine how you feel a year and a half from now when, that, and when, when it's real. So, like I said, I'm glad you're coming back. I'm glad to get, you know. You get another opportunity to get that upfront money. Um, mm-hmm. Before we move on, 
we have a special guest coming up next. But um, what type of Christmas activities do y'all got going on, Jaron? I see you got the Christmas tree back there. You know there. how bowl games go. We don't have any physical. We have football football practice. We got football, football practice. practice. And, you know, uh, next week you know, is player-led meeting. Sunday, Monday. Player-led workouts. Tuesday. Yeah. We got film to watch. Hey, you enjoy, really. you enjoy Christmas with your family, man. On Christmas yeah, Day, will, you remember buddy. what we'll be doing. You know exactly what we'll be no. doing. Oh. Bro, I'll never forget the most lonely Christmas ever was the Peach Bowl 2019 Jalen Hurts LSU year. We were inside all day downtown Atlanta with everything closed. Like it was the most depressing Christmas ever. Yeah, that's one like, thing about that's one thing about playing for at a place like Oklahoma. Like I'm sorry, yeah. you're not gonna have any holidays with your families. That's just the way it is. Like that's so won't, sad. Won't see it for Halloween. Won't see it for Thanksgiving. And you definitely won't see it for Christmas. So, mm-hmm. hey, bro, but trust me, it's. Ball. It's, it, it's all right, man. You got you got plenty of Christmases left in your future. Enjoy the yeah. game. All right, y'all. So, you know, when I was at OU, I used to get all the gear I could possibly really dream of, man. Now I have to get it just like y'all. <laughs> the good thing, though, is that the podcast is sponsored by Homefield Apparel. You've heard us talk about Homefield Apparel ever since the start of the season. All right. There are a lot of college apparel brands out there, but we wanted to partner with Homefield Apparel because their designs are the best out there. You got the play like a championship T-shirt, the vintage quarter zip, the roughneck shirt, and of course the 2023 softball World Series championship T-shirts, baby. Be sure to go to homefieldpair.com, filter by Oklahoma, and see what we're talking about. Our listeners get an exclusive deal using the code Prairie23. Y'all know what it is. That's Prairie23. That gets you. 15% off your first order. Find what you want, add it to the cart, and use the code PRAIRIE23 for 15% off. We know you're all wearing Sooner gear, so if you're in need of a refresh, we really think you should re-up using Homefield Apparel. Their designs are super unique, and a lot of thought goes into each concept. There's really nothing else on the market like what Homefield is doing. So find them at homefieldapparel.com, and again, use the code prairie 20 Three. All right, y'all coming in at 6'5", somewhere around 220, 215, 225. Who knows? Number one on the field, in the backfield, in the in covering a receiver. I don't know what position he played. He just makes plays, y'all. Give it up for our man, Desan McCullough, man. Thank you for coming on to the podcast. How you doing? She appreciate you. Oh, yeah, I like that, Jaren. You want to give him a round of applause? Applause. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> About time we had Slim Reaper on, man. It's been long overdue. Great to have you on the show, Dasan. How you been, man? You back, Danny. It's great to see you back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about that. Yeah, it's, it's great, great to see you back, Danny. Back. Hey, nah, man. Hey. But this portion of the interview is about you. This we don't want to talk about that. All right, bad. Yeah. My bad. We'll, 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 get, to, we'll hey. get to that later. This part's about Yo, you. I, I'm gonna tell you. This has been like a month in the workings because I saw I saw you do an interview about a month ago, bro. It was you and Jaron on the same day, right after practice, and I was like, Jaron, Dasan did a way better interview than you. Like, we need <laughs> him on the podcast. Like, so, like, Jaron needs Literally. to be replaced. Bet, man. I think I'll do a better job. No, he I just said, he said he was such a, a well-spoken young man that we need him on the Ele- podcast. Eloquently yeah. spoken. <laughs> yeah. No, that's what I'm no, saying. He was, like, he was gassing, he was gassing you up. He, he, he definitely I was. was. He was glazing. I was on the glazing. Yeah. For sure. I appreciate Definitely you. glazing, you know. I, yeah, I just recognize off, yeah. talent when I see it, man. Come yeah. on now. Yeah, that's just respect. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to Danny. Shoot, we knew he was going to be great a couple years ago, me and Brayden. They didn't even know my name. <laughs> yeah, we, did. we didn't even know his name. <laughs> Danny Stutz. All right. Just on, man. Uh-huh. That's me. Walk us through your journey and how you got to OU. Bro, that was such know. an unenthusiastic question. <laughs> Hey, Desan, walk us through how you got to Oklahoma, man. How your journey led you here, man. Yeah, You've been man. all over the country, dominated, yeah. freshman All-American yeah. at Indiana. Took your, you know, got in the portal, probably saw a little bit of cheese, and came to Oklahoma. You know, give us the rundown. There you go, Danny. Uh, uh, yeah, so out of high school, I was already pretty close with Coach V. Uh, I was pretty much deciding between Ohio State and Clemson. So Coach V was already, already like, Close to me, but then obviously I ended up going to Indiana. Uh, my family. Were you committed to Ohio State for a little bit? I was committed to Ohio State for about. It was a while. It was a, it was a while. I was committed there longer than Indiana, but ultimately I flipped to Indiana because my family was there. My dad was 
a coach. Uh, my younger brother that's at OU now had committed, and my older brother transferred to Indiana. So it was pretty much all of them there and me at Ohio State. So I took the family route. I uh, had a great season there, though. It ended up being great for me. I ended up, uh, you know, making freshman All-American honors, all that. But I knew for, like, my development, and, like, just to get better, I'd have to go somewhere else. So I uh, entered the portal at the beginning of December, around this time, honestly. I think it was it was this past weekend, like, a year ago, I visited OU. Mm. And I pretty much knew I was going to come here because of Coach V. I just wanted to make sure I liked the city, like, you know, the guys. Danny was probably the first dude I saw. It was him and Kip. I think yeah, yeah. Desan, yeah, I, I saw that in another interview. You said that Danny hosted you, him and Kip, mm-hmm. right? Like you said. Yeah. What did y'all, What was that like? I want to hear about that. Uh, it was cool. I mean, Danny had uh, picked picked me up in this expensive truck. Uh, I still don't know whose truck that was to today because I never saw him in it again. He probably stole um, Whose truck was We kept we went back to his house and we were kind of just chilling. It was kind of like a really good time just to meet all the dudes. There was probably like like ten dudes there, so you know, kind of just introduced myself. A little sausage about, party, you know, get the sound acclimate. Ten dudes, get the sound acclimated. You know what it's like at Oklahoma. All the dudes at a crib, no chicks, just mm-hmm. guys being yeah. guys. Actually, I'm pretty sure like my car was broke down and I was trying to get out of the recruiting visit. And I was like, "Yo, I ain't got no car, coach. Like this ain't happening." He's like, he said, "Don't worry about it. We got you handled. You know, for this one." You ain't getting out of it. This is actually a legit recruit. Yeah, they, they gave me the car, the, the Whipski. I picked him up. Nice. Yeah, it was, it was it was nice. You know, Desai didn't really know much about him. He goes, they called me Slim. I was like, dang, all right, you must be cold or something, bro. Like, they called me Slim Reaper. Like, we called him Slim Reaper the whole rest of the night, like kind of like making fun of him. But like Loki sucks, so and now we kind of call him that anyway. That's, just been, that's been his nickname forever. I remember mm-hmm. like, this dude sounds just like Kobe. He was at my crib, you know, just chilling. I was like, bro, everyone's like clowning him. He's saying he looked like Kobe. And then Kobe, Kobe pulled up, and, you know, it was like uncanny. <laughs> and then Desan, but Desan be smelling good, no cap. Like, he's my locker mate. What? That's probably, he's bro, let me great. get to it. Desan is probably one of the best smelling the, dudes on the team, bro. I can't lie. He'd be having <laughs> the underground perfume, like the underground cologne, dude. He'd be like always having some smooth. <laughs> like, he'd be low-key yeah. with it, like underground stuff and like. He always be giving me a little spurt here and there. I'd be smelling yeah, good. Yeah, he'd for be like sharing day. love too. Like you know he'd what you know when the time walked by. But. He 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 he'd be gatekeeping. He'll be telling like what the scents are, but he'd be saying that you know low key with it. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference between him and Kobe, really, because Kobe don't even shower for real. <laughs> nah, yeah. that was one of the bigger narratives when we first got here between Desan and Desan and Kobe was just how alike they looked and they acted very differently. And uh, they hung out quite a bit when we first got here. They actually cheesed Dan- cheese and egg Danny's house together. Yeah, bro. It sounds like first week here. Yeah, it yeah, sounds first week here. He just vandalized my property and everything, which is kind of screwed. You know, was you know, yeah, it's crazy. You know, it's kind of disrespectful to do to a guy that you know opened his house. You know, to you really brought you <laughs> in with open arms. Did everything actually was his big big brother. It's kind of a program that we had for a little bit. It was his big brother <laughs> amazing care of him. Taught him the ways of the Oklahoma Sooners, and then he comes in just—it's freezing cold outside, bro. So this 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 cheese and flour and eggs are frozen to my house. Took forever. Had to pay uh, the landlord uh, thirty five hundred dollars in uh, repair damages. But what? you know it is what it is. Now I'm playing. But oh, yeah. Yeah. I was about to say. Yeah, we did, we did, it, get, it, we did get Kobe back and uh, zip really. locked his his car to a trash can though. So that was pretty good. So pissed. Hey, Desan, let me ask you this. So since your official visit, right, has coming to OU been what you thought it was going to be or better or what? what what's what, what's your lie. review so far? Don't, yeah, don't lie. lie. I'd probably say better. Like, uh, just probably because when I first got here, I could only judge it really off of, like, the place and, like, the city. But ever since I've been here for a little bit, like, really the people is why I like it. Like, I like the people around here, you know, including just my team, like around campus. Like, I feel like it's just like a good environment to be around. Bro. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a good talk. It must be working out, bro. I, I I went to your Instagram, stalked you a little bit because I had to figure <laughs> out who I was talking to, right? And yeah. one, let me tell you, you look way better in number one than you do in number zero. And Man. two, uh, 
you had a Nissan while you was at Indiana, and now you driving on a Mercedes. So things must be mm. working out at Oklahoma, right? Mm. Driving a Benz at Indiana. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. oh, okay. I'm actually driving. A, I actually have never drove a Nissan. <laughs> no. Damn. Oh, yeah. I am tripping. It is a Benz. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's a straight, it was a yeah, Nissan. That's an, AM, that's an AMG. Oh, regardless, though, the car was upgraded. Oh yeah, the car the car was upgraded. Okay, my bad, my fault, my fault, my yeah. fault. Let me put some respect on slow. So, Desan, um, you know, at Indiana, you play kind of like a, a rush end. You know, here at Oklahoma, you play a little bit different position. You play the what we call the cheetah. Can you kind of describe, you know, how that difference has been in that transition? Oh yeah, it's like different. Honestly, like a different position or like, nickel. There's like a nickel, like. You're a lot more. You're in a lot more coverage than blitzes. You're in a lot more man on receiver. You are in the box. So I really just had a like, plan and space. But I've had a background. All I did in high school, was linebacker at all in high school. So if it, I mean, it was an adjustment. But you know, every, every week, every month, kind of just take it day by day, better and better at it. So I'm, I'm liking it. Mm-hmm. Hey, Luke. Let me hear about practice a little bit, because Danny, I don't know how good his one-on-one coverage is, so I'm going to talk to you about it. Who Who is your go-to receiver to go mess with in one-on-ones? Because I knew when I was there, right, I always wanted to mess with JB just because I knew I was going to get one run, bro. You didn't do You didn't bro, do no shut up. Go back. Go back. Watch the film. <laughs> you over there. You're over there watch blocking, bro. the film. You were over with us inside backers Look, doing one. I put it's, hands it's on you. I put hands on you at 245, then go cross you up in space. Watch man. the hey, film. Um, man, mm-hmm. you can't be talking all this right now, man. Nah. Are you still off the meds from your surgery? You you straight? You feeling all right, man? You feeling all right? I know you I know you got the hat on to try and cover up I the, you got the, the hat wounds, on, yeah. But, uh, show off that show off that surgery, man. How's the scout yeah. feeling? Mm-hmm. He said take the hat off. I think he I think he frozen. Oh, there he is. There you go. Oh, oh yeah, it's, it's, it's like it's healing, healing up. It's healing up. Healing. Um, Looking good. Yeah. Keep it, you got to keep it covered, man. No sunlight can touch it for a few weeks. Yeah, you've been using your ointments? You've been rubbing it in there? <laughs> Y'all funny. The song, man, talk to me, man. What's, what, what's one-on-ones like? What's one-on-ones like? Yeah. Oh, one-on-ones get real competitive. Uh, I get the luxury of, like, I get to witness both inside and one-on-ones. I go back and forth, you know, same with, like, stepping on and, like, one-on-ones with O-linemen during the spring. So, I just think it's competitive. Uh, on the outside, I say get after it. Guys, like, you know, get after it. Uh, red zone, guys, great. LV. I say two dudes like that. I, I really say it depends on the day. There would be dudes – there will really be two specific dudes going at it, but I couldn't tell you what two because it really depends on the day. It might get off that first rep. Whoever want to run it back, then it starts the whole entire period. Maybe something like that. Yeah. Now, I'll be I'll be real with you, Desan. I played in the box, outside the box. You know, Danny and Jaren, they clown me a little bit. I didn't run as many routes in the game as I did in practice, but I have experience in both. And I've never oh, seen ooh. somebody on defense ooh. successfully, consistently cover somebody and play inside the box, you know, one-on-ones. And you seem to do it pretty good. So I'm going to give you your, your flowers right now and acknowledge how great of a player you are. But on the real, what type of mentality do you have? Like, talk to the fans about what it takes to play inside the box, which we all know that yeah, yeah. It's easy, you know what I'm saying? And then the transition to a receiver who's four-star, five-star, you know, the Big 12 is known for passing the football how do you manage that as a player? Man, it's, um, it's really just the mentality of playing defense, honestly. Like, I've always considered myself pretty, like, positionless. So, in my mentality, I'm always aggressive, too. So, I feel like just inside the box. I've, I ha- I've had more experience in the box than I've had anything else I've done. But it probably comes the most natural because of my aggression, how, how long football and then when it comes to like playing like deep, deep covering and stuff like that that's just it feels like second nature to me because both of my brothers were deep, so i grew up in five different drills with them you know i was six three 
doing them. And my dad was, you know, you know, because I played during seven on seven. So yeah, I was always working on those cover skills. So it's just kind of like second. I feel like it's really just like, I think honestly, plays a big role in my game. I'm really instinctive. So it's little stuff like that. Yeah. Hey, Jaron, real quick, side note. Which one of y'all running, winning in a race? You were just on. That's a really good question. I'm, I'm taking, I'm taking me right now. The son's got it. I'm confused why I'm not in this conversation. Danny, please. <laughs> I'll let, I'll let the son have this one. What do you mean? I'll, I'll say humble. Yeah, Jaron was fast when he was 205 and stuff. I was 215. Pound for pound, the fastest one here. Lighter, it's a different story. Pound for pound, the fastest one here. You know, whenever we did that, you ain't faster than. Sprints in the summer. I'm confused because you know they're the fastest, but I'm the one winning. So those aren't oh. sprints. That's like those are strides. Like I don't, you don't understand it. Like this, this is this is conditioning. This is so over you're not, a long so you're not a competitor time. at all moments. When we do like time. the forty yard like sprints, and it's like sprints. Danny's getting lapped by like you know Grayson uh, G Baby. So it's like that's just not true. I'm, <laughs> I'm confused. So, but, uh, so so when it's when it's, it's long run strides, but it's still a competition. We're up against each other, and I'm obviously winning every single rep. There's there's a difference between doing like sense. doing like seventy reps versus like who can win in a sprint. You know yeah, what I mean? You're right. Like, hey, when it gets that fourth quarter, you're right. I am playing my best football. Thank you. Yeah, that's exactly what I was, hey, exactly hey, the point. You're, you're good that you're good that first two snaps, but you know you, you put some mileage on that car and your tires are falling off. That's all I gotta say. Yo, Desan, are they like this all the time? Yes. <laughs> I I'm clean their lockers. Like, I'm no. in the middle of it. Yeah. Hey, Desan yeah. is one dude. Hey, he's he smells good, but, bro, he does not pick up his locker at all. That's that's had a rough couple of days. That's not – But, hey, but that's why he's got us, bro. That's why he's got big bro and little baby bro over yeah. there to help him out. Hey, so so fans that don't know, Desan actually has a younger brother, Dave McCullough. Mm. And, uh, you know, you couldn't play with him at Indiana because he's younger. You know, what's yeah. it like having him at Oklahoma with you, man? Oh, it's great. I mean, every really dreamed of. We've talked about like playing each other in college since like the beginning of high school. So like it finally coming to like food like wishing happened. Like we're I, we're like best friends talk every day. I always check up on him. loves it here. You know what do you think his his strengths are as a player? To be honest, uh really the same as mine. Like he's really aggressive. Uh he has really good instincts too. I think his IQ just continues to get better. Uh, he's become like a way better athlete like these past like three years like speed wise. So it's really helped him a lot because he's a really he's a real aggressive DB, but with great feet work. Like you know, so he, he he's gonna be really good. You think he's gonna have a better career than you when it's all said and done? Uh, you know, I hope so. I hope so. But he's already behind the stick. I told him that because year one, you know, year yeah. one, year one there was a difference, but he he yeah. can get there. He can get there. Year one, you guys were one in eleven. So I mean, we were not yeah. one in eleven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we you guys were one in eleven, but we were not. We won a little more. Four, four and seven. <laughs> four and seven. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Let's put a little bit. Of just four and seven is only eleven games. Where'd that twelfth one go? Then maybe it was uh, four and eight. Four and eight. Maybe it was four and eight. I forget. <laughs> One of the two. I forgot. Yeah, maybe it was four and eight. What's kind of – You guys make it – you make it to a bowl game? No. You have right, to win you six. six. wins, bro. You have to win six. Duh. Yeah, I, I – obviously, I'm just uh-huh. – okay, never mind. Trying to cover up. Okay. <laughs> no. Just that, for, those, for those of you who don't know, that is what, that's what we call a rhetorical question. Clearly – Danny doesn't understand what <laughs> rhetorical question is. Anyway, so um, yeah. hey, wait, I got a question. Hey, Desan, so like you're going to have the honor of playing in the Big Ten, Big Twelve, and the SEC. So what what would you say, or was there a noticeable difference? Because not many people get this opportunity. Was there a noticeable difference between the Big Ten and the Big? 12? Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. I'd say it's just like in what a lot more like the Big Twelve is like a lot more like like it's a lot more like pass based. Like, the Big Ten's, like, more like, I'd say, like, traditional football, honestly. Like, a lot of, like, pound run game, mixture of pass, but it's nothing like, especially, like, Kansas or, like, something like that. And we played a lot. Of, I feel like we, we played a lot of trick, like, trick teams, like, this year. Like, a lot of teams 
that love trick plays. So, and we definitely got the like long stick of that. So that's what I noticed the most is yeah. like trickery stuff like that. So, Desan, what what do you think is the biggest kind of difference between the culture at Indiana compared to here at Oklahoma? Uh, I would just say it's more like player led. Honestly, like there's more players bought in. Like at Indiana, everyone really wasn't bought in, and that started with kind of us. Honestly, like people in the locker room didn't really talk good about like what like what was going on ever. Like even before the season started, it was kind of just always negative. Really, from the moment I got there, I no one really spoke positive about like what they thought was going to happen with the season or anything like that. So I'd say when I came to OU, it was just like real winning culture. Like, even though you guys just went six, seven, you guys were walking around still like a confident ass team that like knew what you guys could do. So that's really what I noticed, like what was due to players. All right. Yeah. All right. So we know Desan McCullough, you know, from football, who is Desan McCullough outside of football? What are your, what are your hobbies? What do you like to do? Uh, <laughs> man, I'm really into like, fashion honestly so i've been doing like a lot of stuff with that recently i've been like working on my clothing brand um doing do you have your clothing brand can you do you have it on you could you feature a plug? Oh, I, actually, a plug I do right? have the shirt over here yeah go grab it let me see that Glenn Reaper. Plug the merch. All right. if he didn't bring it up i was gonna bring up the song is actually one of the one of the very well yeah dressed he can put he can put it on he can take the risk when when are you you dropping that i need i need to buy me a few of those it's gonna drop soon i'm trying to figure out if i'm gonna do it before after the bowl game so Mm. i'm gonna figure that out soon because we're gonna be in san antonio and shipping and i gotta see how we're gonna do everything so we'll see it's gonna be soon though super are are you finna make anything else besides shirts you know that's yeah actually everything i'm gonna drop is gonna be all first of all it's gonna be all like streetwear like that but it's all gonna be like limited like it's probably gonna be a limited number you can get then once that sells out it's it's gone like there is no it's coming back and then we're gonna move on to like hoodies pants um there's a couple other things too is that something you want to pursue after football when it's all said and done uh, for sure. It's definitely something like I've like started to get way more interested in like as I've gotten into college. So I still say it's kind of like building an idea, but I'm definitely like working on my brand and yeah. everything right now, just like the foundation. So so when you Hey, you say you say we. Who who else is involved? Like how 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 did you get here? How did this process Oh yeah, how did like do like up? my whole like my marketing team, like my whole marketing team, um at Jasser, Jasser's athletes, like they kind of just helped me, uh, pretty much just create my vision. Like I wanted a, I wanted a, I knew I wanted a clothing brand. I just didn't know how to do all the, like the small details to really like, you know, make it, and, you know, like make a company or like not make a company make a website and like do all that. So they helped me out a lot with just, uh, deal, you know, they do everything for me through deals, stuff like that. This is just one of the many things they helped me do. So they're a big part of it. That's what's up. It's mm. good. Do talk. you uh, you know Jaden Hazelwood personally? Uh, no, not personally. No, he's a former Sooner player, receiver a couple of years ago. He's in the fashion as well. I don't know. When I, whenever I think about bit like, well, hold on, let me backtrack. My master's was in business, but I specialize in entrepreneurship. So whenever I think about stuff like that, I'm like, ooh, who else do I know? Put you on, help you out, maybe have a conversation. You know, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, that's cool though. So whenever you go shopping, like, how do you know, like, what is called, like, what is considered fashion? You know what I'm saying? What speaks you know, to I got white boy drips. So I don't really know. Like, how do you know if it's, like, that's stylish? Uh, and where do you usually shop at, you know? Because like, I don't know if, like, is Paxson still a thing? Like, I, me and Jaren yeah. go to Walmart. I got Oklahoma so. drip, bro. I'm wearing Hey Dudes. I do all my shopping online. Uh, what stores you be going to? Just so you can put it, put plug it in for me. Like uh, put us on yeah. online. Like it could be a bunch of different brands. Honestly, I, this this is the best way I can put people on though. When people ask me in like the locker room and stuff about my hoodies, like really like Instagram, like TikTok, like you all get those like ads on your. It's like different brands, and it'd be buy ass clothes, but people be thinking it's like scams. Like when it'd be popping up, like on your Instagram page or something yeah. like that, people would be thinking, damn, ah. and like they'd be having these dope ass like hoodies. Like this is really how I got put on like a couple of brands. They've blown up though since. Yeah, Jaren, actually- I'm actually, I'm actually glad you brought this up because I have purchased two uh, clothing items from the TikTok shop, and uh, I was scammed on both of them. They were actually, 
they were nothing like what they were supposed to be i got i was supposed to get like this like carpet kind of like hoodie thing it looked really cool looked really comfy and it came and it was literally just like a basic like 99 cent hoodie they just put the design on it looked nothing like what it was supposed to and then i bought like some slides like some off-brand like birkenstock things that i thought were fire i got my size and they came and they were like a women's size 10. I was like, bro, what is, what is your what is your favorite pair of shoes that you own? I know I've I've seen you walk around the log room. I, you're known around around as kind of like a sneakerhead, if you will. So like, what what's like one of your favorite pairs of shoes that you own? Um, probably like any of my Rick Owens. Yeah, probably. Like I, mean, I, don't, I don't even know who that is. It must be expensive. They are. Yeah, I was about to say that's out of probably any yeah. of my Rick Owens. I remember Jay Hall, you know, his, his favorite pair, he had these Skechers, and, bro, he loved those. No, bro, <laughs> they were not Skechers. So they were uh, <laughs> He was like, they were, what are those hemp shoes called? Not hey dudes. Okas. Um, Okas? Oh. No. Uggs. I'd be wearing Uggs. I put Danny on the Uggs. I got some Uggs. I've had Uggs. They're still on my Instagram, though. I know what you were talking about. That company actually ended up commenting on that photo, by the way. I was making stuff up, but all right. Anyways, all right, Desan, we've kept you for long enough, bro. I only got a couple of things left for you, then we'll let you be on your merrily way. All right, favorite moment as an Oklahoma no, Sooner so far, man. Talk about it. Tell us about it. Texas, Big 12, Ooh. I don't know what. Come on. I definitely say the goal line stand against Texas. The goal line stand yeah. is probably like a moment like for me. like Yeah, that was crazy. I'll probably say that as a moment that I won't I won't forget. Well, what was your point of view? Like beginning of the play, end of the play, what gap did you have? What did you see? Do you remember? Oh uh, yeah, it was really just blitzing off the edge, and I really had to set an edge and make a play. I I pretty much knew we practiced the play they were running all week, so I mean I already knew he was going to be pulling at me, so I knew I should meet him in the backfield though, not wait for him at the line. So. I met him back there, probably like three yards in the back. I met Fuller, so I blew him up and I just made a play on the ball. I don't really think it was like there was really nothing special. That was. It was really just like a mentality, like yeah, which is really why I think I liked it the most. Mm-hmm. Hey man, well that's all we got for you. Just from an old head looking at a you know my old school one. I think you're a hell of a player. Two, I love your Instagram Pretty and your great. fashion. Uh, three. Um, what else am I missing? I'm missing something. Oh, I, I just admire the whole cheetah position, man. I play I play H okay. back on offense, you know, re- receiver, blocking, all that back. stuff. So I admire people. <laughs> he played H back. He did hey, Jay Hall did let's it be all. real. Hey, I give Jay Hall hey, I give Jay Hall Anyways, a hard time, but that man did it all, man. And he had the he had he had one of yeah, the toughest celebrations. You. What was the celly? I, I appreciate it. Thank you. Hey man, I'm a cute oh, okay. That's it. I'm all and Jaren, you can't yes, do all sir. that, bro. You need to chill out. I was actually looking at I was looking at his Instagram and I saw him a picture of him doing that. Jay, Jay Hall really had the he was trying to find the picture of the shoes. I was like, wait, what is yeah. I was like, wait, what's going on? What's going on here? Like what, what are we doing? No, well, oh yeah, yeah. That bro. Oh, lastly, man, I admire your interviews. I think you're well spoken. You have a bright future ahead of you. And thank you for coming yes, on. Sir, to the I podcast. appreciate you. Uh, appreciate you, Desan. See you, Desan. Right. I'll catch y'all. Appreciate you. All right, Desan, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. thank you so much for hopping on. You know, what a yeah, great episode. Great talking with you, man. Great episode. You know, got, guys, you got any shout-outs before we wrap this thing up? Man, just shout-out to Tom McCullough for hopping on. He's a hard man to get a hold of. You know, he's we've tried to get him on here yeah. for months. Finally, it only took y'all on. long enough. It, it only took y'all like six months to get a guest on here. Thank you. Yeah, but we've been good without the guest. You know, our content's been fine. Our views are up. Yeah, our content's you, been good. You know, we you. don't need to rely on guests. You know, kind of yeah. how the old podcast was, it was kind of – Let's get some big names in here and take the views off that. Let's get you know, Danny Stuckman Jer- here. Me and Jaren are the big names. I had to use people, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm still. I, honestly, I feel like this video is going to get guys, a lot of clicks. So you guys would get Caleb Williams, Shane Beamer. You guys would have all sorts of people. Roxy. Yeah. Hey. The, hey. The views are up. The money's up. We're all up. Yeah. Up. Well, I don't know about the money. But the views are up, though. <laughs> you yeah. are getting paid. <laughs> all right sooner fans we appreciate y'all tuning in man that's all we got for this episode we out